0: Thank you for flying, mad lads. Exits can be found at the front and rear of the podcast. Your pilots know nothing more than you, nor should you think they do. We are just clueless as the rest of you. Please put all tray tables and seat backs in their upright positions for takeoff. This podcast does cuss, and we fucking mean it, so we do recommend 16 and above. Please fasten all seat belts until we have turned off the seatbelt sign. During the flight, many topics may be discussed and many ideas may be shared, none of which should be taken as fact or even the person's actual belief, but merely a debatable viewpoint. Thank you for flying, Mad Lads, and we hope you enjoy the cast. Oh, we are live. What a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Uh, It is for us, Friday, for you listeners. I had a great, great, uh, great week so far from our last recording. Uh, Things have been great. Lots of things in the news lately. Uh, Everything from um, continued Will Smith stuff. People, let it go. Um, To um, the Johnny Depp trial. To um, we've lost a few stars, I do believe, this past week too, didn't we? Didn't we lose some, like, 1940s and 50s stars this past week, I thought? Ah, uh, Godfrey. Godfrey.
1: Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey key. went. Yep. Sad face.
0: Sad face. I'm sure he is annoying everybody in heaven, though. Thank God.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: No. Well, knowing Gilbert, he's probably annoying everybody in hell. So. Why oh. is
2: it so hot down here? <laughs>
0: yeah. I- I'll see him when I get there. Um, as always, we are joined with AG. How's it going? Hi, buddy. And Click
1: It. Yo, yo. Welcome, welcome.
0: Now, uh, normally, uh, uh, I'm kind of right up front. But this time, this time, Click It has some things he wants to talk about. We will talk about um, the Johnny Depp stuff. We're probably going to save that towards the end because uh, we really want to talk more about that in its entirety once we have a bit more information but we will talk about that listeners so stay tuned for that uh, we've been watching it kind of hardcore but uh, click it has some fun stuff he wants to talk to talk about ag developer has some great stuff he wants to talk about and before any of that i want to remind you all you can go and come to our discord and talk to us
1: all you must do is click it Go to bit.ly forward slash themadladsdiscord.
0: That's how you get there. Come talk to us. Talk about anything we talk about. Talk about stuff you want us to talk about. That's what it's all about. Hey, if you're really interesting,
1: you might could come be a guest. Mmm, tasty. That's true. You could suggest topics and uh, even for some of our movie nights and just kind of five in sessions while we watch the recap regarding the herd and depth trial. We've had uh, quite a few uh, lads and ladettes and everyone in between stopping by and just kind of checking it out while we bullshit and hang out. Pretty much what we do on the podcast, just not on the podcast. Yeah. All right, enough mutual dick sucking. Clicky, what are yeah. we talking about tonight? <laughs> All right, uh, so the first thing I wanted to kind of briefly touch on, besides the thing that you mentioned about Will Smith's slap, I mean, as you mentioned, it's like two or three weeks old by now. That's already ancient news. Put a pin in it. Yeah. You know, we'll hear about it maybe in the year anniversary where they're doing, like, some special regarding it or they talk about it again. Either I am way. very tired
0: of hearing other people's opinions about it being worth something to write about in the news.
1: You fucking cloud chasers.
3: Honestly, I think one of the worst takes I've heard was was yesterday. Um, I don't even know which publication it was, but they said that Will Smith and Jada could have the worst um, divorce in Hollywood history. Completely ignoring what's going on right now. No, what's going on with Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> oh god.
1: Yeah, not, not potentially some guy that got his fingers severed and like abused by the woman. Yeah, this is obviously the worst one because the worst you know. one. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first topic that I wanted to mention or bring up, um, apparently now birthday parties at your work require consent. So there no, is... this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, th- th- there's someone that let his employer know, like, hey, I've got anxiety. You know, I deal with panic attacks. For my birthday, just please don't throw me a birthday party. I, You know, I, I could do without. Well, of course like any respectable employer, they decided to throw him one anyways. Well, during said birthday party, he broke down into a panic attack um, and then was fired due to his behavior. Now, obviously, he let them know that he didn't want to have a birthday party, and because of such, he was awarded a $450,000 settlement from his former employer because of Firing him because of a condition that he let them know about prior, and they just didn't give a fuck. Well, first, first, I do want
0: to point out one thing that all our listeners should should realize. $450,000 sounds like a lot of money, but in your lifetime, it's really not. Okay, so, so, so just put that out there, all other facts aside. Um, I don't, I don't feel like it's a huge amount.
3: You've got to consider the fact that it's all a lump, sum he's getting at once Rather, it, it
0: it it doesn't matter if if he just blows it on a new house there's there's four hundred thousand yeah, you know it's it's really not that much here's now I don't want to say my opinion yet i don't i will I will withhold judgment because my opinion will probably not be liked by some people. <laughs>
3: Hot takes of Hatter.
0: Here we go. Yeah, I, I will. I will wait until until Clayton explains uh, more of his. Because really, um, I've already pretty much explained. I find the pussification of America pretty pretty abhorrent to me.
1: So, and I actually think that we could coin that phrase, the hot takes of Hatter. That's a that's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> the first one should be humans smell like meat to me. <laughs> How very So right, of right it.
3: before you d- it makes a hot take, you should just have a nice little jingle that plays. Just hot takes of <laughs> power. <with> <laughs> oh, I like it. We can
4: make a shirt, sipping some and, tea, and I'd be like,
0: you know, right <laughs> in the shirt, like jumping out. It'd be great.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so, oh. uh, I oh, guess if no, you were to pro uh, go for like my opinion, unless uh, AG, did you want you to add something uh, before that?
3: Um, no, on you go because I'll tell me a little bit more about it because I've all all I know about this is the basic details as a guy yeah, on, on the
0: exactly on
3: facial value I have a gut reaction but often
0: at times I find that gut reactions are 80% of the time accurate but 20% of the time it's about knowing the inner details sometimes the inner details just don't matter
1: Yeah yeah so basically on the day of his birthday you know he had let people know that he suffers from anxiety and uh, panic attacks. Uh, And he let the person responsible for birthday parties know that he had requested not to be given one. Um, But then again, I feel like we're going into some, you know, rerun of Seinfeld where everyone's just having a cake for get well, get well soon, blah, 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 eat cake. Um, So... The statement uh, that they've told the news was that she just plain forgot about him having a possible medical condition where, you know, he doesn't want to have a birthday party due to anxiety and pressure. Um, so, according to the documents, uh, when they had given him the um, surprise luncheon for his birthday, he just left the office and spent the lunch break in his car. Okay, Since Here's, text- here's, here's
0: my question. Here's my question. This luncheon. Was it just food on paper, like, two tables pushed together and like paper? Uh, 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 tablecloth just that you buy at the dollar store with some like paper plates and forks
1: and some food? We went to Kroger's and we put your name on a cake. How dare you? you Right,
0: right. Or or did they jump out, yell surprise in a dark room and scare him half to death? I guess there's there's lines, okay? Like, is the guy just disgruntled because he didn't want to celebrate his birthday? Are we pandering to that nonsense? That, mm, see, I want to withhold. Keep going.
1: (laughs) So, basically, once he had learned that there was going to be a surprise luncheon, then he just left the building. You know, kind of like how... What they've been kinda talking about with this um Heard and Johnny Depp trial where he just basically would want to remove himself from the situation. Right. Um so he went to his car, um, and then he sent a text message, uh, letting him know that he was just gonna spend the lunch break in his car. That's all that they say and what was reported. Uh he sent a text to the messenger, uh to the manager, and the next day he was called into a meeting uh that the news reported. According to my client, she started reading him uh, the riot act and accused him of stealing the co-worker's joy. So for him not being a part of their party that they're throwing for him, he was robbing them, even though it was his birthday. Uh, the meeting then triggered another panic attack, and Berling asked the office manager to stop, according to the lawsuit. Okay, so, see, there's yeah.
4: context here. Okay.
1: So at that point, once he had another second panic attack, because they still wanted to be like, hey, you should have just sucked it up and taken the the birthday party, they were afraid he was about to possibly get violent, and then that's when he was fired for his behavior. Um, and that's basically what they have uh, in the news.
4: Okay, so now that we know the details, hmm. Hmm. I've got mixed feelings. I've got mixed feelings. Part of me feels that there is a degree here.
0: It's hard because as someone who's bipolar himself, people who don't understand bipolar often think that you can just stop being bipolar. You just stop that behavior. Uh, it, it, you can, but it's, it's years of learning. So expecting a teenager while he's going through hormones to just stop being bipolar, it doesn't work like that, right?
1: Yeah, you so, can't just like, all right, we'll stop being angry. Like, I, right. I don't know how to just stop.
0: Yeah. So, you know, there's chemical imbalances involved. And I, I completely understand and get and validate that there are people with medical panic attacks. I get that. I I 100% understand and have sympathy for those people. I also wonder how many people use just that as not wanting to do something. And I say that because I have an actual familial um, multiple story about this that I'm not going to speak about on the podcast. uh, But let's just say... I know somebody who has used that kind of thing as a reason why they didn't want to go out and finish working their job. And I know for a fact this person doesn't suffer from panic attacks. This person was in theater, on the stage, in front of tons of people. So tell me you have panic attacks because you don't want to go serve 30-something customers. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, right. you're just uh, using it as a scapegoat, right? Um, instead of like just doing your fucking job, right? It's kind of like anytime I see
0: somebody with a service animal, I'm very questioning about whether or not that person needs a toy poodle
1: in order to fucking survive. Yeah, I need the service alpaca on the bus with me. <laughs>
0: right, I've seen them. My service cat just goes with me everywhere. What is it? It's my emotional ne- emotional needs. You need like to. Sit and contemplate your life. Take some, take some hallucinogens. I don't know. Do something. <laughs> I don't know. People seem to find themselves when they go into those spiritual peyote things, right? So take, take some. I don't know. Go find a shaman and get right with yourself. however you got to do that? Find a church that like looks inside instead of up above. Whatever it takes. I don't care.
1: But those yeah, people—that cat's uh, not interested that in cat's any not of that, shit. Anyways,
0: that cat. That that. <laughs> That (laughs) emotional chimpanzee you got on your shoulder. It just, it doesn't work. I don't know. I feel like it's just a scare. And the problem is that you can can buy a dog or a cat vest harness and then just, like,
1: sew some shit on. They sell those little patches on eBay. Yeah, like, who's going to check your certification and, like, license? No one wants to go through that bullshit.
0: Yeah, because even asking now is offensive, and you can be in trouble for even asking someone's medical condition. It's
1: like, while well, you're stealing my joy, I will sue you.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's my thing. Okay, so like, so part of me like wonders if this, I, 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 I would assume that because he won, he showed documented proof, okay? So I'm going to I'm going to take the side that he is a medical sufferer, okay?
1: Yeah, so basically he was awarded like 150 for like uh, the lost wages from right. the job, and then the other 300,000 was for like the pain and suffering from basically the final statement from the company itself was, you know, our employees were the ones that were the victims here, not the plaintiff. Even though Ooh. he just tried to remove himself from the the situation. See, and, and that's to, the thing. You know, he
0: tried to remove himself and then notified who he thought he needed to. See, if, if, if he is a medical sufferer, then by all means, I think he should have gotten more. Honestly. Or yeah. something should happen to the company.
1: But then again, he was working for a place in Kentucky, like, you know, 150000 might still be, like, a lot for considering the wages and location.
0: It depends. If they're, if they're a shipping company, no.
1: Um, I think they dealt with uh, medical diagnostics, so they oh, probably yeah. had more to give.
0: Yeah, probably. So, I but... mean, it, it just depends. Um, but now, if on the flip side, if we go to the other extreme and he's been using that his whole life, and he doesn't really suffer from any medical condition, he just has documentation, and, you know, it's bullshit, then, then by all means, he could just be saying, I didn't want a birthday party, because I hate birthdays.
1: Yeah, and then he would have gotten, like, twice the amount of wages in pain and suffering, just because, you know. Just that because... makes it seem like an even bigger windfall, either way.
0: Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I'm I'm very on the fence. I would need more uh to really know the story but my gut reaction is um that i already don't it makes me sound heartless but i gotta be honest i when people tell me that they have
4: like emotional things wrong like that i i
0: I personally am very speculative until I know for a fact it's true. I know they exist. I know they, you know, I know that uh, real emotional trauma happens. It really scars people for their entire lives. And I have just met enough people who abuse the easy catch-all of stating that they're a victim of it or have some kind of disorder of it And use it to make their life, in their eyes, easier. Instead of just you know doing the work and being like everybody else. I don't know. I just met more that aren't afflicted, honestly, than I have that are. And again, I'm a bipolar who has been (laughs) misdiagnosed and diagnosed from the '80s. So I dealt in therapy groups because I was misdiagnosed ADHD. Medications never worked, and then bipolar came along, and people started realizing. Half these kids aren't even ADHD. So, you know, I've been around people with real fucking issues, and I know what they look like. You know,
1: you've got that unique perspective, you know, so you I feel like if anyone is more credible to give that type of feedback and, you know, even if it's not going to be like the answer that everyone wants to hear, I feel like your opinion and your side is definitely valid and should be heard.
0: It's something to take into consideration. You know, I don't expect that 100% of the time people are lying. I don't. And I also don't expect 100% of the time
1: they should be taken at face value. So, mm, mm, mm. Oh, AG, did you have anything you wanted to add? Not No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my lunch.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's my contribution. My lunch on the table. My lunch. <laughs> uh, honestly, I've just been listening because... Before I heard all the facts, as it was, as I knew it, honestly, I'd have just told the guy to suck it up. But now that I know the facts, it's not that easy. Because obviously, all the stuff like Hara was saying that, you know, um, about the guy actually tried to remove himself, he tried to get away from it. You know, he was trying to do the right thing, then all the stuff they said, and kind of them kind of pressing on them basically trying to make themselves into the victims that's you know the more the more you talk about it ag i think my decision is
0: that no matter what whether the guy is 100 percent real or full of shit about his disorder regardless of that fact that doesn't actually matter he did everything he was supposed to do He did. He removed himself. He notified his supervisors. It was his lunch break. He can do whatever he wants on his lunch break. If he can make it home, take a shower and get back, he by all rights can do so, right? He's not on company time. He doesn't have to participate in a birthday. And they can... Them reading him the riot act of stealing other employees' joy
4: is unethical in itself.
3: Actually, yeah, but right. yeah, the most joy. important that bits of it, I'll uh, no put...
1: Sense. No, go ahead, AG, sorry.
3: Yeah, no, uh, saying that you stole someone's joy because they never attained a birthday party you through then, at a workplace, no less. Uh, when it technically
1: I... is their birthday,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, here's here's the other thing. I want to know what here's we were side. smoking. That, that's, that's, if that's if
1: you're... What, what bothers
0: me more is not whether or not the, the, the guy's lying or not. You know what actually bothers me more is that other people have to rely on one guy for their joy in the day. How pathetic
1: does that sound? Exactly. So, yeah, I put the most important like, little snippet right there in the Discord message chat, uh, and I read it once again. Uh, the person who was responsible for the birthday parties who he talked to flat out forgot about his request. The attorney for them said uh, she didn't mean to do it to be mean. Uh she said she would accommodate it and just forgot. That's one. According to the court documents, he left the office, spent the lunch break in his car. He sent a text message to the office manager and the next day he was called into a meeting. According to my client, uh she started reading him the riot act and accused him of stealing the other co worker's joy even though it was their birthday. Uh the meeting then triggered another panic attack, and Berlin asked the manager to stop according to the lawsuit. They thought that he was about to get violent, so then they fired them for their behavior. Even though this has all been brought on by management, uh, forgetfulness, and disregard, when it's something that should have been treated with a little bit more um, focus and attention. Uh, But that's just me. You can't, you know, just because you tell someone something, it can go in one ear and out the other. Like, I I see this all the time at my smoke shop with the new kid that we hired. I tell him how to do something, he nods yes, he tells me how to do it, and the next day it's not done. Is he being mm-hmm. an asshole? No, he's just someone that loves his phone and doesn't really care about the job the same way that I do. That I've been working there for five years. We is we he call an that yeah. We call that inept. Yeah, inept, or their priority or heart just isn't in it. But when it comes to like asking for like bonuses or extra money or anything like that, you know, he's right on top of that shit.
0: Hey, but... uh, uh, he was born after 1999, wasn't
1: he? Oh, most definitely. How oh, I... see,
0: I, I, my, my theory is correct. People born. After 1998, actually, um, I believe, are um, are doomed. Doomed. They they all carry certain traits. Um, Their phone's more important than real people. Text messages and tweets and Facebook posts and all of that stuff means way more than sitting in a park, enjoying sunshine, throwing a frisbee, playing basketball, going for a swim, any of that shit. Not all. This is just a general statement, and they're generally true.
3: I was going to say, there's always exceptions to the rules. So,
0: of course, I know I know some hardworking eighteen-year-olds. I do some really hardworking eighteen-year-olds. I know and some a... really lazy twenty-two-year-olds.
1: Uh, and as we also mentioned on the last podcast, it, it really depends on where you grew up and what you're, uh, what has been distilled into you. Root. You know.
4: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Ag, did you want to touch on the thing from the clip that you brought up from uh, House? If you if you want to go into that.
3: Um. Yeah. So about that, I've been trying to think of a way to word it honestly because it honestly, it is quite a complicated topic to bring up. You know. Um. So essentially, what the clip is um, for anyone that hasn't watched it, it's a medical drama from a good few years ago now, fucking hell, I feel old. Um, But basically they're trying to um, heal a dictator. And this dictator um, is basically planning to genocide a mass of people that um, he doesn't like in his country. And it's basically bringing up kind of the question of how far are you willing to go to kind of... For your beliefs. How far are you willing to go? You know, he's a doctor.
0: You can't hurt your patient. Right, that's the...
3: Yeah, but it's already been established at this point that ethics and morals are kind of a thing they can just toy with in the house kind of universe thing. It's not Mm -hmm. exactly... There's no meaningful repercussions for it. So... Essentially, there's these two doctors, um, Cameron and Chase. She says she wants him dead. She wants a dictator dead. The other one says he does not. And eventually comes to a point when the dictator's advisor is asking her for advice. He's basically trying to find out, is he fit to serve? Can we trust any of his decisions? Because of how ill he is. And she tells him that... He's a sick, old, twisted man and you should not trust any of his word. The advisor passes that on, so when she's trying to inject him with medicine, he grabs her hand and he tells her just to inject him with an air bubble. And that putting the gun into his advisor's hand and then pointing it at his head didn't work. And now it's not so easy for her to do it when the gun is in her hand and she has to pull the trigger. So she eventually ends up not doing it. But then... It kind of triggers a question. and Say the other doctor... Who then finds out that he is really going to massacre all those people. He's decided that, yeah, no, I am going to massacre those people. Triggers someone in him and he decides... This guy should not be alive. And he goes through and ends up murdering him. So it's kind of like... It was. We that a couple of weeks back when so we were talking about the... Ken Velasquez stuff. About, you know... If you say you're going to do it, would you actually do it if you were in that situation? Or is it all just all talk and no bite? I think ethically, for
0: each of us, it it really isn't a matter of morals. It's a matter of whether you draw circles around a small group of people or much larger circles. Uh, Did you guys ever watch 10,000 BC, the movie?
1: If I have, I don't recall it.
0: Highly recommend. Okay, one of the things said, and I'll make it brief. The guy's explaining why his father left. Okay? And he says, a man draws a circle around himself and his family. And that's who he protects. And he cares about. A great man draws a much wider circle around his entire tribe. And therefore protects and cares about every member of that tribe. Your father draws an even larger circle, talking about the world. It's hard for people like us who don't govern hundreds of thousands or millions of people and determine how their lives run. We have no idea what those decisions are like. And I'll give you a a very simple one. Japan, many years ago, figured out that they have a finite amount of space on that tiny island. And so their population numbers were exceeding their import and growing ability. And so they had to limit how many children somebody could have. And people over here in America think that's barbaric. But you have to understand it's a matter of numbers.
1: And math and, you know, this, if this is what we're doing, this just makes sense. You know, they're taking right. the logical standpoint not putting any emotions into it, and then doing, hey, this is what's best for all of us here and this country.
0: Correct, right. and, and people really, we as, as just regular Joes, it's hard for us to fathom. Even the smart of, smartest of us, it's hard to fathom those kinds of decisions. It's hard to, 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 to fathom world leader-esque decisions. And I'm talking about real world leaders, not 20th century world leaders. Remember when world leaders dictated how your country actually ran? Not companies, not corporations. When it was up to the kings and queens and the presidents of these nations to actually set a tone for their country. And to say things and back it up with power. That used to happen. Nowadays, not so much. It's a lot weirder and muddier. But... When you there are still places in the world where real leaders exist. and to to, to, to even even talk about like Ukrainian President Putin, uh, the Chinese leaders, um, America, you know, everybody's really tense right now. So we can even look at what's going on today. Think about what you would have to do if you were the leader of your country and we're sitting right now, at the precipice of world war three the yeah, wrong yeah. thing on the wrong day and putin can start pressing buttons he shouldn't mm-hmm. right
1: and you so, even mentioned i think a conflict in jordan as well that's not being yeah, talked about
0: not really talked about so these things happen and we have to yeah. and it's not to scare people it's to understand that the decisions made by some of these people great and small are ones that are almost unfathomable and it's easy for us to look at these people from afar and go i could do it better here's what i would have done if i'd been in that situation well hindsight's 2020 we can all look back and go i would have done this no you might not have you know uh somebody asked me the other day not to bring it back up but asked me what would you do if will smith smacked you and i said well to be honest." I think the person I am, I'd smack him open-handed right the fuck back. You're not going to put your hands on me without me putting my hands on you.
1: you know? Yeah, or just take it and like, realize you fucked up and like, all right, I deserve that, and you know we can move on. Like, I, I'll learn from this, and yeah. hopefully I won't get slapped in the face again.
0: Yeah, I, if I was wrong, I probably even would have said, you're right, bro, my bad. My bad won't happen again. We cool? And I would have put my hand out. I would have solved it right there. Done. And we could have talked about it off, off, off stage, backstage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we could talk Buy about
1: a it. round of drinks.
0: You know, yeah. I mean. You know. Anyway, enough about whistling. But this is the kind of thing people don't realize when, when they talk about nations and they talk about Russia's doing this. Okay, Russia's not doing this. One guy in Russia's doing this. He just happens to have the might of the entire national military. You know. Mm-hmm. Most most Russians aren't invading shit. <laughs> most Russians are standing up and declaring they don't like it, even under penalty of death. From what I
4: hear.
1: Yep, or you end up in some like gulag jail or something. Yeah, a gulag, you know. and you just disappear, and there it goes.
4: So,
0: I mean, not to get on a really, really sad topic <laughs> regarding all that, but it's it's just one of those things that, like, I feel, I feel. I think more people should take the time out to consider those perspectives because it would give them a, a broader idea. And someone like me, you know, when you guys, uh, for the listeners, we, we sometimes discuss topics uh, at the end for next week. Sometimes we talk about or we we post topics throughout the week in, in our private channel about things we want to look into and talk about. Sometimes we do it 10 minutes before we go live. So. I didn't really have a lot of time to look at some of what both Clickit and AG had to bear today, um, and so that's why I've, I've, you know, when Clickit was explaining his stuff, I step back. I wanna, I'll tell you my initial, but let me hear all the details because I haven't done my research. Right? I think if people did that more often and understood that you don't have to know everything every time somebody brings up a topic. Mm-hmm. The world would be a better place.
1: And to add to that, like yeah, your initial knee-jerk reaction without all the facts might be something completely different. Whereas yourself and AG, after hearing the story more, then the the answer didn't become so black and white.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. You, you your initial opinion doesn't always have to be your end-all opinion. That's the yeah. beautiful thing about opinions; they can change.
1: And it's wonderful when people do change their stance. I feel you know it shows growth. Yeah. And for you actually reflecting and taking that time to, all right, let me get the facts before I weigh in. That also shows a lot of growth on yourself, in my opinion.
0: Guys, this is an excerpt from our uh, soon-to-be published book, How to Be a Better Piece of Shit in Public. Uh, <laughs> soon to be out. Soon to be out in no bookstore ever. <laughs>
1: We're just going straight to Amazon bookstore. <laughs> We're yeah, going
0: straight you... to Amazon, yeah, because they they'll, they'll sell anything. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we love you bezos no we don't we do i don't know <laughs> i don't really care about him i've never met him so i had, I don't have an opinion either way personally um and
1: yeah, but yeah i feel but like, like <laughs> you no go ahead
3: yeah sorry uh, you know how you're saying like opinions can change and how you're kind of saying like that you know it's good when opinions change it's good when they change when there is, like, a reason, like, for example, you've gathered more facts and you've realised that, okay, maybe I feel this way now. If you're just flip-flopping between opinions because, you say I'm talking to you guys and this is how other people, then in front of other people I decide, no, I'm, I'm going to be like this because I'll fit in better. And st- I just constantly flip-flop between different opinions without any real reason other than just, to flip-flop between them then yeah not really that's not exactly really good is it huh. Oh. exactly
1: oh. Uh, just changing your opinion based on which side seems to be winning uh isn't a sign of growth it's just you're just trying to you know put your bets on the winning team you know what i really miss pre pre-trump era debates
0: mm. <laughs> i i used to post stuff on my facebook all the time with no context, except in, in parentheses, I am posting this to start a, a, a debate on this topic. I will reserve my own opinion for the discussion. So people knew, this isn't how I feel. How do you feel? I want to know how you feel about this right here whatever it is sometimes it was something that completely i i discussed to me sometimes it was something that i was all for but i wanted to know how others felt um and and we would have great discussions and debates and 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 we would all look up stuff like i would post stuff sometimes pre-research you know and say i want to i want to discuss this right here um and it used to be great. I had a whole, like, group of people on my Facebook that we, we would just share stuff and discuss back and forth. And then Trump era happened. And then Trump era happened. And it just, debate went out the window. It became, how can I insult you and everybody who looks like you just because I can't make a point?
1: Yeah, and I, pretty much at that point, everyone was starting to draw lines in the sand. We are like, all right, if you're not Team Red or Team Blue, then, you know, yeah. you're my enemy. I'm Team Invisible, fucker. I will stab you in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I will golden gun you right from behind. Um, AG, did you have anything else to add before we go into the next topic?
3: Um, I don't think so. Uh, The next
0: topic's going to be interesting.
1: Actually, uh, I have another one to bring up that's kind of out of chronological order from the messages, but I feel like this is important before we get into the whole meat and potatoes of the other one, uh, which I think is going to be quite interesting. It is going to be interesting. Uh, But the topic that I'd like to bring up and discuss now is something that I learned about today while going through, um, you know, my Twitter feed and, like, Dexterito uh, updates on current events. Right. Uh, So there's a Twitch streamer that's being threatened with, quote-unquote, romance fraud. Uh, as a live Oh, yeah. I remember viewer. you
0: posted this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, so there's a streamer. I'm not going to mention their name, but if you care to know more information, you could tune into our Discord and ask. I'll provide all links that were given. That is bit.ly forward slash the mad lads Discord. Um, and just ask us for any reference or anything pertaining to what we talked about during the stream or podcast, and we will be more than happy to at least share what we've read. And that way you can also give your informed opinion or just you know, how you feel about it. Um, but yeah, so basically, this streamer uh, says a wealthy donor has allegedly compromised her income, uh, threatening to dox them and even suggested legal action, all because they wouldn't reciprocate feelings of affection. Now, this streamer has a husband as well as kids. So naturally, even if you're giving them like 20 you know, 20 subs or if you're giving them thousands of dollars, it's very inappropriate to assume that they would all of a sudden just change sides and and, and just, oh, I love this person now because they give me money. No. Yeah. It's not like that. So on April 16, uh, the streamer had posted a tweet longer that just dis- detailed their experiences with a certain viewer who is a quote-unquote public figure in the music industry and who always oh. was a... Quoted a uh, insane gifter and donator, but now after everything that's gone through, their take is now they just see that they are literally insane. Um, so we know who this is—the streamer or the music person?
0: The music person.
1: Uh, they didn't name them directly in this, but they said that it's something that can be googled easily enough. Uh, With what? The, With what? What info? Um, I can pull that up right now.
0: Oh, I still so want to know what to Google, because I would uh, Google it.
1: This is their tweet longer, so you can comb through that while I'm going over the topics okay. for this. Uh, but it's in the uh, message that we're all uh, a part of. Um, so maybe you can actually track it down. And if you find out who the person is they're talking about, I would actually like to know too. But I can't be bothered with looking that stuff up at this point in time. Uh, but initially, what ended up happening, uh, besides their tweet longer was when they had expressed that they were not interested in this person this way, uh, then all of a sudden, all of their donations via, like, coffee, um, PayPal, Twitch, all of that stuff, they started uh, disputing all of these donations that they had given them. So, um, reversing all of those transactions via PayPal, uh, they sided on the side of the person that were giving the donations, not for the streamer. So then that put them into the negative of thousands of dollars on PayPal, uh, which they are now held liable for. And it's uh, not even clear at this point how many they will go ahead and try to reverse because they do them in batches on a Friday. So that way they're not even able to talk to their banks or anything about that until the following Monday. Um so that puts them in a really bad uh, financial position um yeah. go See ahead
3: this is why it's nice and easy if you just like for example paypal you find the phone number for paypal you contact them you ask to speak to their legal team and you just ask them like what disclaimer should you put to essentially cover your own and paypal's ass it's nice and simple to do Nine times out of ten, they'll be more than happy to help and they'll give you just a small little thing to write and they can even send it to you on email to basically put right before your link basically saying, yeah, no, this is, you know, you're donating this money you're not going to get anything in return and basically just covers your ass, covers PayPal's ass and if this ever gets disputed, you basically have that little notice to fall back on and the second you provide that as evidence to PayPal, PayPal basically go, okay, well our own legal team made that one up. Right, well, we're doing it on the side of the business. Because that's what basically PayPal sees. If someone yeah, sends and... for example, that guy sent money to the streamer, it doesn't matter if they're in SEP as a business or not on PayPal, because they receive money, technically they're the business side, and then the other person's a customer, and PayPal is notorious for siding with the customer all times so that's why it's you know always good to just reach out to plays like paypal and stuff like that and just with their help form a notice that you can create that you can just place right there i can't
0: find where anybody actually names
3: him and yeah and basically covers everyone's ass
1: yeah and even if you can't be asked to go through that much you know, that little brief phone call or email to uh, PayPal. Yeah, just look at any of your top five streamers that you watch on uh, Twitch that maybe pull in, like, that are either partnered or that have well over 100 views or even thousands of views. They Most of them will have, like, right next to their donate button or even right in their stream, like, a little timer that shows up saying, hey, thank you for your gifts and your generosity. You know, this is entirely... Up to you if you want to do it. I'm going to be using these funds to benefit the stream, but you are in no way obligated to, and I hope that you take care of your priorities and your life first before you give anything to me. And then you just copy and paste that. I mean, that's basically what I've done, um, and, you know, I, I've never come into this situation, but, you know, I feel like that's, even that extra little step can kind of cover your own ass, you know?
3: Yeah, see, I have gone through the effort of contacting the legal team once, and yeah, no, it's honestly worth it because you just get a nice block of text that you can just paste in and be like, okay, well, I'm untouchable at this point because everything goes through PayPal. PayPal have literally created an ass covering for both of us. And because at the end of the day, they benefit from that as well, because chargebacks actually cost them. Sure, they'll like tell you to pay back like that exact amount but if that person is going to then charge back your card it's costing PayPal a bunch of money which is why on places like Stripe for example which provides um, credit card payments for websites immediately if you get a chargeback filed on your account 20% is added on top because of how much it costs so say if you got a back for £100, you'd immediately owe Stripe 120
2: mm. Just
3: because of all the fees and stuff like that they have to deal with from the banks for the chargeback and stuff like that.
1: I
0: just found something I don't like. I'm not going to cool talk about it. it. If
1: you really want to post it in the thing, we can read it over. Um, no, it's nothing big. It's,
0: you'll, you'll know why I'm disappointed. Biden to cancel um, student loans for forty thousand. The fuck are we doing? Just bleeding money.
1: Yeah. Um. So in the twit longer, they the streamer also mentioned that um the person that was donating all this money. They mentioned that they were able to get a hold of the streamer's personal phone number, the husband's phone number, the address, the names of the children, their names, and other personal information that he said he will leak publicly. If the streamer doesn't give him directly $5,000, he stated that he will do anything in his power to make the streamer look like they asked for this, destroy their name, destroy their brand, and ultimately get them banned from Twitch, which the streamer knows that's not really possible, but he can, however, dox them. He has all the information, and I'm guessing his lawyer friend got all that information for him. Not too sure, but he may have dug through Google to find it, and that kind of scares the streamer as it would.
3: Anyone. I fucked up. Yeah. She should get a lawyer. A good oh, yeah. lawyer. They, 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 and save all they the messages. Because, I mean, like you said, if you're demanding 5,000 to not leak it, blackmail, blackmail. immediately. If they're mm. saying that they're going to do anything to make it look like they um, wanted this, um, then you've immediately got, you know, them basically admitting it's not truthful, but I'm going to make it look like the truth. So there's that, yeah, this, this guy's fucking himself seven ways to Sunday, and yeah. I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, regarding the messages and things like that, um, they mentioned that initially their contact or conversations were through Instagram, and since the musician has uh, blocked them, they lost all access to the messages that they've had going back and forth, so they were unable to take those screenshots uh, to kind of give their side unedited or as it may be.
3: Last I checked, Instagram doesn't remove your conversations when you get blocked. Mind you, I've not used a private message in years, but last I checked, they don't remove it. It's just, it's harder to find them because you can no longer see the name. Mm. But the conversation is saved there, in the same way that Discord, doesn't matter if you remove your account, remove the DM from your end, the other person, as long as they've not removed the DM itself, I'll always be physically
2: there
1: so that's basically all the intermission that I have regarding that situation um, and yeah it, just as a side note for myself as a streamer it, it, and what other people have also talked about and it just makes common sense like he, just because you're giving anything to a streamer once again from $1 to $10,000 you're you not entitled to shit basically and to really? try to Use that as leverage to either become a mod, try to get uh, Discord games in with them. You know, it, you're getting into their personal space, and that's definitely not something that, that you're entitled to at all, at any level.
0: Well, and I also want to point out something. I do, I want something that was told to me, okay, is that um, when I first started, uh, I had a buddy who whose girl was partnered and he was damn near if he if he wasn't real close like right then when i met him um he gave me a lot of good info he gave me the the unspoken rules of twitch you know never promote yourself another
1: streamer's channel without permission
0: mm-hmm. never you know there's just certain rules we all live by as streamers or supposed to be
1: Yeah, that's why it's important, I feel, before anyone starts streaming, that they watch Twitch for at least about a year to get the feel for the community and what's accepted and not.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: he also
0: told me a very important unspoken rule. Never count a donation until it clears your bank. Because there are people out there who will make fake donations to get praise and chat and to get awards and then they cancel it a day later he's had it happen to him when i got my ten thousand dollar donation many said don't count it until it clears there's a reason for that so that's something she should have known also on her end yes the scammer and the asshole is a piece of shit she should have protected herself better also. There's culpability
1: there as well. hmm Anything to add, Um,
3: uh, uh, Not really. I mean, like Harrison, she should have protected herself a lot better. Yeah, I am in no age. way,
0: listeners, claiming it's her fault.
3: It's, yeah, it's not her fault.
0: I'm just saying she could have protected herself. And most of us who have been streaming for a while already know kind of those rules i mean ag do you count donations before they're in your bank account
3: i do not know i move them to a separate account wait till they clear and then move them into my main account there you everything go. is shuffled around
0: yeah it's we all take those little extra precautions and and i'm no big partnered streamer neither so, with get PayPal,
3: it. Mm-hmm. it works a bit differently depending on what kind of account you have.
0: True too? If you've
3: if you've got a business account, you never know if it's cleared or not.
0: Yeah, you have
3: to th- manually clear it.
0: That's something I I something a lot of streamers, uh, new streamers do. I've noticed um, is have a business account. Now I know why you have one; it's a different reason. But yeah. I've I've known <laughs> yeah. some some new streamers who have signed up. For PayPal because they're streaming and they do it as a business account because they assume what they're doing is a business at that point
2: <laughs>
0: no it's not I've been doing this for seven years mine's not a business yours ain't neither you know I've got I've got twenty twenty six hundred followers I don't count on it for income I don't you know I'm I'm tiny I'm tiny you know, and I, I, you know, there are a lot of us out there that that, you know, we meet a lot of the five hundred followers, the the seven hundred followers, and and they're trying to get there, but I, I and I hate to smash their fun, but if they ever want an honest opinion, I've given them a couple times. Once you once you crest that peak, there's nothing but peaks beyond it. I'm sorry, there's just, and when you get to partner, you. You're in an enemy's camp all the time because everybody's watching you. It can be taken away at any time. You have to follow
4: sure. way more rules. I never want to be partnered personally. I don't. Too much work.
3: Yeah, because there's a lot a lot of upkeep for that one.
0: Yeah, it is. A, it's a hobby, you know. If and I've said it to you guys, you know. I I love I love what we do, you know. But I don't have to be famous for me to continue to enjoy it. Exactly, you know. If if we only ever have 150 listeners, I'm fine with that. They're the best 150 listeners ever, you know. That's exactly. It. That's it. I don't. I don't need to be famous. I don't need to be Joe Rogan. I mean, I'm sure it's nice. I'd like to talk to some of the people he talks to. I, the only reason I want to be famous and to to make anything of myself is to ask people, "Hey, be on my show," and they do it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'd I'd love to, I'd love to be the guy who came up with hot ones, right? That'd be dope. Get to talk to those people. I don't want to do it for the fame. I want to do it to talk to those people. They got stories. I want to hear those stories.
1: You're even like those, uh, schoolyard insults that we watched the other night. So good. So good. You know, you know who I'd love to have on our podcast. It'll never
0: happen. But God, it'd be great. Ryan Ryan. fucking Reynolds. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it be it'll be a good time. Oh uh,
0: that'd be please, great. Please make fun of me. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it'd be great.
3: I and, and and I'm not a fanboy. It's just I think he'd be so much fun to hang out with. Honestly I think so, as well. I think he'd fit right in. Oh man. Yeah, he'd be great. Uh there are a couple other people I think would just be
0: hilarious to spend time with. You know who I honestly think is a little
4: overrated? Seth. Hey,
1: Seth Rogen?
4: I. I don't like his laugh. I'm sorry, <laughs>
0: Seth. I'm sorry, Seth.
4: I don't.
3: Uh, so he was probably considering joining the podcast, and he's like, ah, you know what, after that, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. not yeah. Laugh. <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's
0: a great guy. Like, all his responses I've ever heard in interviews are phenomenal. He's smart as shit.
1: Um,. It's my own, it's, Seth, it's me, not you. <laughs> <Call> See, <me. laughs> if I was more into, like, comics and, like, indie, like, comedy and, like, producing your own movies and shit, yeah, Seth Rogen would definitely be someone that I would have a good conversation with. Yeah. But if it was, like, for the podcast and just, like, content and stuff like that, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, pair him up with Jake Hall and the dude that played Wolverine.
0: Oh, what? Man, if we, could get, if we could get Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Ryan Reynolds in, in, in one podcast together, I wouldn't even talk. I just, I'd just be like, topic one, go at it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It would be so good. It would be so good. Topic, topic one, why is Ryan Reynolds better than Hugh Jackman? And go. <laughs> okay, okay. Topic two, why would Deadpool beat
1: Wolverine in a fight?
0: Go.
1: Yeah, is Wolverine's coffee really better than Ryan Reynolds' gin? Come on. Oh, go. Oh. <laughs> oh. my God, that'd be great. It'd be great. That'd be so good. Hell yeah. Anything else you want to bring up before the other topic that uh, nope, we were nope. going to discuss
4: tonight? I think that's going to be a really good topic, and I think I think I've said what I got to say. So, okay.
1: So the other topic that we mainly wanted to discuss before we also get into just hot topics, things of the day, and any other thing that comes to mind, uh, this one is a really hot topic right now uh, on Twitter as well as Twitch uh, regarding streamers using the wrong tags regarding their content. And to kind of preface it with something that's more relevant to that particular topic, in this instance, they're talking about the VTuber tag, um, to kind of add more layers to it. Basically, a lot of VTubers, which is known as virtual tubers, as accepted by the community, people that use either PNG or an animated avatar, which is really, really hot right now, um, they've really fought to get that tag added, just like some of the LGBTQ... Uh, T... Uh, Plus, sorry if I forgot some of the letters. 19. Yeah. Um Omicron. They they thought really hard to get that tag. Um, But now, other streamers, which I'm not going to name, uh, are using that tag just to pretty much get to the top of whatever that channel or category is. Right. So, in one instance that was really, really hot, or at least really talked about right now, um, there's a streamer out there, which I, once again, will not name, but they're typically just doing... ASMR streams with the VTuber tag, and they're just basically using their tongue to lick into every orifice of their ear mics. Um, and it's also pre-recorded, by the way. they They pre-record this stuff and they put it on a loop and they just rack in all the donations. Um, and they even have a, a a stream goal of like trying to reach up to, like, say, a thousand subs or something like that. But when I looked on the Twitter statistics, where if people register for that and have their information public, you can actually look at how many, like, subs certain streamers have right there live, right at the moment. You could see how many are Tier 2, how many are Tier 3. And they've got well over 3,500 subs active.
0: Jesus currently. Christ. Currently.
1: So they're trying to bait people into getting them up to 1,000, but they've got 3,500 that they're sitting on right now. And they're uh, if you do give them a sub during their stream, the update doesn't... You know, it doesn't get updated because, one, all of their content that they're showing right now is already pre-recorded. They're just playing some loop and sitting back and getting the money while people throw donations at them.
0: The really sad part is that Twitch didn't find
1: this. Other people found this. Yes, and it's only because they were using this other new tag and they were pretty much brought into the spotlight.
0: Now, what, for those listening, what is a VTuber, Click? What is the tag supposed to be for?
1: Typically, once again, if you use an avatar instead of like a webcam while you're streaming to either show like when you're talking and it lights up in place of your actual self or if you go through all the rigging and you pay for an artist to actually make them like an animated avatar, then you pretty much are creating your own persona uh, instead of just So like when people do the 3D dog that talks, that, that kind of thing. Exactly. That's what's okay. considered and accepted in the community as a VTuber.
3: Gotcha. Basically, it's a weeb's final step. you be beyond uh-huh.
0: me. It, it's the evolution <laughs> to uh, Super Saiyan Six,
1: right? Yeah. Exactly. Once you get like six body pillows, you ascend into the, your final form. Which is a VTuber. Hey, wait, is there? Is there? So when when you get like a
0: a, a VTuber and a weeb do a, a weeb do a fusion, is that where you get
1: furries? Yes. Is that the final evolution, like, with Fusion? It's kind of like when you're trying to get a Gochicobo in uh, Final Fantasy, but you get, like, the bronze one or something.
0: So, like, do they have to do a dance to, do, to become a furry?
1: And they have to give money, yes. And they have to give money to VTubers. <laughs> Okay, so that's pretty much making light of it, but, um... it is making light of it. But
0: th- this goes further than just this one incident. Uh, we have uh, ourselves a uh, a criminal of such things
1: here today, <laughs> and this will give us another interesting perspective. Uh, before I like weigh in more, but uh, uh, Ag, what do you have to say about this topic? Yeah, cause you, yeah, um, uh...
3: I'm criminal scum. Yes, I am guilty of it. Um, cause I constantly use the contemporary dance and social eating tags. Before I used to use a lot more as well. It was like ballroom dance and stuff like that. Honestly, uh, there is unlike this situation here where they're using it to essentially gain something out of it. You know, rise to the top of that category, and uh, because of that tag being currently kind of like hot and trendy and a lot of eyes on it. You know, this is a completely different way or it's there as a joke in a category that absolutely no one except our people who are also doing this joke are streaming to. You know, Contemporary Dance. Who's actually streaming Contemporary Dance on Twitch? Hey, I do that every Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Social eating. I kind of understand because you had the entire, like, mukbang where it was called craze, but really it's mainly there as a joke. I know? should yeah. really
0: put social eating every time I turn on the thing, because I'm always eating.
3: You're eating right now. <laughs> I'm eating right now, <laughs>
0: and I'm about to actually uh, get more food. So yeah, yeah so... In, in
1: that instance, uh, A.G., I, I could see how you're just doing it, it like as a kind of like a jest or, or like uh, uh, you know, you're making light of it, but you're not doing that with a uh, malicious intent, you're just you know like all right fine yeah. fuck it this is an unused and underrepresented category why the fuck not it's not going to hurt anybody i'm already like planning a
0: class action lawsuit against ag for stealing my category <laughs> and my and my happiness
1: <laughs> just claim a romantic fraud and then a so romantic fraud joy. yeah and romantic fraud i was i thought
0: he was a ballroom dancer i was going to ask him to marry me and i found out it was a lie so uh, he needs to give me ten thousand dollars, or else.
3: Yeah, uh, but yeah, so yeah, basically, it's it even at that point, it's even turning it into some form of content, if you know what I mean. Because you and your community can, can joke about those tags, you know, and like kind of turn it into a fun situation. Like there was like a moment um, a good few months ago. I think it was actually last year, um, late last year. Where, for the first time, Twitch, for some reason, reported that there was, like, a single view that came from the social eating tag. And then it was, like, two views that came from a ballroom dance. So we turned it into kind of like a joke, you know, saying, oh, I thought you were all here for a social eating. Turns out you all lied to me and stuff like that.
1: You know, (laughs) turned into a
3: joke. (laughs) Yeah. How
1: could you? (laughs) Betrayed by my own community.
3: Turned into a kind of like a joke that kind of persisted for a little while. And you know, that provided content because it gives you something to like kind of like talk about and laugh about. And you know, that was like the first and last time that those tags ever got clicks. I'm pretty sure that those tags only got clicks is because someone accidentally pressed on them. And then they just ended up going back to my stream anyway. But yeah, no, it's... There's absolutely no click-through rates, you know, I'm not doing it to, kind of, like, unlike these people who are, you know, doing it to gain uh, advantage from this. Yeah, you know, I'm doing this as a joke, these categories, they won't be represented in a billion years. I also started doing it um, originally out of protest for Twitch because it was around the time when they were really, like, messing around with all the tags. And there was a lot of tags that um we wanted added in at that point, so I was including like the LGBTQ stuff, um, plus fucking whatever fucking letters we've got in there um stuff. And also kind of like the new stuff they've added, like like the you know, the nationality, like where you're at and stuff like that. All of that basically happened because a lot of people protested using tags. And that's how it originally started and then I just kept throwing more and more tags into it and now it's just become kind of like a lasting joke Mm
1: -mm -mm. yeah uh, i think to your point um intention the reason why you're doing it definitely matters and if people in the community politely are like yo either why are you using this or could you quit using this tag if you're a sensible person you would be like all right you know it was a joke but i'm not in this community I'm just going to go ahead and not use it so people don't get riled up and don't report uh for using missed tags and categories. You know, like if I'm not a person of color, why would I want to say that I'm a person of color if I don't have like anxiety or something like that? Why would I use that tag? Because one, that's a, you know, that's a serious category and uh two, you know, I I'm not trying to make light of it or take away from anyone that's trying to find their own community and trying to get together.
3: Yeah, exactly, because boys should do that, in those kind of categories where, you know, people, you know, um, might be looking for other people with kind of, like, those hidden disabilities and stuff like that, to find other people that, you know, they can kind of relate to, and see how they're doing on Twitch, you know, obviously at that point, yeah, it can cause a rift. So. Totally,
4: totally. Oh, totally. uh, no, go ahead. No, totally.
1: Um, so yeah, it, right now that's a really, really hot topic, so that's why I thought that it would be relevant to talk about uh, during this week's podcast, because, you know, we'll touch on anything from games that are currently coming out, news that's really hot on Twitter or entertainment, or maybe even social and geopolitical events, if it's relevant and something that we feel like we can add to. I
3: just want to say I'm jealous of a hot food right now.
1: Yeah, I know. It looks so fucking but lucky
3: good. bastard.
1: I don't know. I really don't know why I'm only 140 pounds. Just <laughs> I eat constantly all day. No worries. I'll, I'll give you some of mine when you send me the video card.
0: You got it. <laughs> I'll take some ass and some boobs, please. It'll help my viewer count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, AG, like if she were to add like a 15... 15- thousand or twenty thousand uh, channel point redeem for you to do like a five second interpretive dance i think that'd be hilarious
3: see i used to actually do something like that uh, there was uh, a channel point redeem where i think it was like fifteen thousand and stuff like that would earn you a thirty second dance to whatever music you want and even before channel point rewards were a thing and um, with every like sub donation and stuff like that i would do a dance to like whatever they wanted, I had to stop that because DMCA stuff and Twitch is really unhappy about me existing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I actually did used to do that kind of stuff. So I did, I did guess... a similar,
0: yeah. I did. I did pushups. I had to stop it because my whole my whole gaming stream was nothing but fucking a workout. <laughs> and when and I did I did that stuff while I was streaming like twelve hours a day. You can't work out for 12 hours a day, 7 days a week. I'm
3: just saying it hurts. A lot. Try Beat Saber.
0: (laughs) Try Synth Riders. I win.
3: Ah. Hmm. No. No. I will always win. Beat Saber always wins. Osu. It destroys my wrist.
4: (laughs) That's why you need Synth Riders. Click it.
3: Yeah, if you enjoy standing there for four minutes and just lightly moving your hands, Synth Riders is for you. Synth Riders, you gotta
0: make it something. You have to dance. Beat Saber, all I gotta do is stand there and move my wrists up and down and sideways a little bit. Right? If you want to put it that way.
3: I mean, I I mean they've kind of changed that now. If the stuff is added, you can't really do that anymore too much. Uh, yeah,
1: now you gotta crouch and you know, you gotta oh, no, your mother's maiden name and spell it backwards.
3: Even if you're like standing there, you, you can't really get away with just standing there and like just slightly moving your hands. So I'm used to like the arc notes physically, like force your hands to spin in like weird ways and stuff like that to get to kind of gauge you into new patterns.
1: Yeah, and I I have respect for those streamers that also add a heart rate monitor while they're playing Beat Saber. I know they definitely get their cardio up there.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it definitely does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that look on Mad Hatter's face. He's got something to say, (laughs) but his mouth is full of pasta. (laughs) Nom nom. Uh, Yeah, so those are basically the main topics that we at least kind of wanted to touch on. Since Matt is uh, chewing right now, AG, did you have any, like, other current events or something that you wanted to bring up uh, unrelated to those? Like, maybe things of the week or other things that caught your eye that uh, you wanted to bring up?
3: Honestly, not really. I mean, I've not been seeing anything in the news or anything like that. Um, Granted, I haven't checked since, like, Friday, but, yeah, no, it's... Honestly, it's just been a quiet news week, really. So, I've done... Not for me and Click!
1: <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure if we really touched about this during the podcast, but another game uh, recently dropped. Game? It's in early access right now. Uh, so far, me and Mad had purchased it. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the game? Let's see. And that game is called Cultivation Tales. Right now, it's actually on sale uh, for 20% off. And basically, it's kind of like ARC, but Asian themed. Like where yeah, you build pagodas, uh, where yeah. you fight like elemental dragons, you fly around on like swords or something like that. Chinese mythology. It's great. Mm-hmm.
3: I think Kara was telling me about it.
1: You should join us, dude. It's me,
0: Paul, them all, Nick Laren. Click it. Oh, and did I mention you can play in people's uh, servers offline? I don't pay a dime. Oh, that's you, can, awesome. you can play in my world all you want, even if I'm not there. That's
1: cool shit.
3: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that game, once again, is called Cultivation Tales. Now, um, if we see enough people in our Discord that actually want to get involved and maybe get something together, we could probably make a tab for discussing people's worlds, what they're building, uh, server information, and all that other stuff, so we can kind of link up and get together. And if you weren't familiar with how to get connected to our Discord, that was bit.ly forward slash Discord.
0: Now, I also want to point out we play Star Citizen. If you want to join that, you should say so in in the Discord chat as well. Yeah. Once I get this Definitely. video card yeah. up
1: and running, they're gonna suck me into that game. So. Oh, you bet your sweet oh,
2: ass!
1: Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in May I heard that they're having some event where all the ships will be available for playing around and testing. Even some like I think a military ship. Last I heard. Um, so that way I can, like, check out the game and go on tours of, like, new areas that were just added. Be nice. It smells like new spaceship in there. Mm.
0: (sighs) Earl Grey Tea, if you're
2: wondering.
0: (laughs) And, like, a men's locker room, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Captain Picard and a men's locker room. Somewhere there. (laughs) AGP'd in the corner. It's not... We just haven't hired a or.
1: <laughs> In space, you know, who's, who, nobody's got time for that.
0: Yeah. In space, no one can smell your pee. Wait, what?
3: Yeah, just, just a little right. bit of airlock and piss out of it, right? you know I mean? We're all getting quantum, no less. Yeah. Yeah, he's
1: actually, actually making it into the corner because no gravity. Somehow his piss just, like, stayed there. It, it was actually, I was <laughs> sur- surprised. That's
4: because uh, it's, it's viscous. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I just wanted to use the word viscous. That's one of your words for this week's podcast. You're going to okay. look up Viscous and see what it means.
0: Yeah, Viscous.
1: And if you find out what it means, feel free to put it in our Discord. We just said the link.
3: Yeah, bet.ly for Slash Mad last Discord.
1: For those that speak broken
0: English.
3: Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I'm
0: still. <staying. laughs> oh, I got to give the boy shit. Um, I do, I do, I do... um want to get a guest in here soon um i'm talking to a few people i know uh musicians who could possibly come in here and talk to us about the road about what they're doing all of that fun stuff so that would be uh, dope i I would
1: look forward to that yeah
0: i've got some local people that have done like regional fan tours um and stuff And then once we're a little bit bigger, uh, I want to see if we can get uh, my buddy who's in Flaw. He's done tours with everybody from Static X, um, uh, Adema recently. Uh, He's on tour. He's about to go. I just saw it, actually. Let me pull this up. Um, Because I just saw it. Is he going
1: to that event in France? Oh,
0: God. Don't we all wish. Oh, that'd be great. He deserves to be because some of the some of the bands that played are perfectly like in that time frame when they got big. There's this thing going on, on Facebook. People are claiming Johnny Depp's already won the lawsuit. Stop it! Okay. Yeah, that doesn't um, help anyone. No, it really does. Oh. Honestly, does
4: not no. I hate that Facebook moved everything to the side like
3: fucking moron. Because obviously people might not be keeping up with it constantly, and they might be confused and think, oh, he's already won so quickly. Like, for example, myself, you know, I've just not been able to keep up with it um, for the last few days, mainly because of alcoholism. But, yeah, no, it's, I don't even get what what it gives you, spending all that misinformation, really. What do you get out of it?
0: People like me <laughs> oh oh uh some some little facts I don't know if you guys already know this <clears throat> Christopher Lee by the way uh, if you didn't know witnessed the last public execution in France using a guillotine almost married Swedish royalty and was even given permission by the king of Sweden himself was the inspiration for James Bond because that was written by a step cousin Ian Fleming uh, the only member of the Lord of the Rings cast to actually meet Tolkien alive and played in a heavy metal band
3: I have seen that so many times on Facebook, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, uh, so, um... There's a badass. Oh, uh,
0: the New Metal. So it's uh, Head P.E., Crazy Town, remember them? Adema and Flaw. The New Metal Revival Tour. So, maybe maybe I can pull him in while he's on tour, get him in Discord, and we can uh, give a chit-chat about going on the road, some of the fun stories they have. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Tell be- yeah. Well, really awesome, yeah. yeah i've known him for years uh chris voles the lead singer of flaw and most of the band members he's had over the years um so yeah it'll, it'll be an interesting uh interesting
1: cast ag have you had a chance to talk to your one uh developer bud uh about possibly getting some time together or maybe you and him get some recording done
3: Yeah, see, it's difficult, because kind of, like, how his life is right now, uh, and only about the timing and stuff like that, so... uh, It doesn't look like a possibility of it happening, honestly.
1: Eh, it'll be one of those, if it happens, it happens, but, you know, we all have lives and things to do, so...
3: Yeah.
0: I I had a buddy of mine, um, AG knows him, uh, Mad, Mad Jack? Mm Hmm? Uh, I had him on my podcast, um... When I was still running mine on a regular basis, and to be honest, it's one of my um one of my best podcasts. it It got the most uh, listeners, and people actually gave me a lot of uh, feedback on it because Mad Jack is uh, in the military, and he was over in California during the fires that were going on last year and the year before. Um, so he talked about that quite a bit, um and it was really cool. Um, uh, and he's got some insight. And a, a military perspective with his personal opinion about some of the things that go on. And I talked to him last year, so it'd be really cool if I could get him to come onto our show um, and, uh, and chit-chat about uh, what's changed, has, has some, maybe some of his perspectives changed, you know, things like that, what, what he's doing militarily right now. I feel yeah, like that, that would be, awesome. be good. Yeah. I've been trying to get a cop on, but it's hard to get a cop on. And I've been trying to get uh, somebody for my work, but it's really difficult because there are things we can't talk about. And it's not because it's some secret. It's just certain things protect people's uh, information.
1: Yeah, it's sensitive.
0: Yeah, and so certain yeah. certain things that we do in in what we do. You know, I, I can't talk about certain things I do as a supervisor uh, regarding what we do with, say, mail or... You know any of that stuff because you know that's that's our
1: business. Exactly. Um, Not everything needs to be out there,
0: right? And and of course, you know the, the post office doesn't want bad things being said about the job from an employee. I will tell you though, being being a postal worker as a as a mail carrier, it's just as hard or as easy as any other job that you make it. You know you can have a, you can have fun at your job, you can enjoy the work you do, you can do a good job or you can do the opposite of all those things and you know not enjoy it.
1: Yeah, you could be like newman from uh, uh from Seinfeld
0: yeah I, I don't think honestly the general public, and I don't know what, how it's like over there a g um, but I know at least in America how how the postal system runs for the most part um. For the most part, I, I don't think uh, you you meet two kinds of customers. They either think there is one person who delivers all the mail in the city, or, um, you know, hey, I've got this letter. Can you take it? No, that's not. We we've got a we've we've got a million people that live here. I don't. I'm not gonna no. <laughs> um. Or or, you know, then you've got people who think that you only do a small amount like you only do like five or six blocks a day Uh, i asked somebody how many how many houses do you think how many mailboxes do you think i touch in a day and he looked at me goes a 100 i i couldn't help it i busted out laughing hilarious most routes um at least in my city are between 10 and 18 miles of walking for the walking routes. And driving is, the mounted routes are much longer, but that's why they're mounted, right? You're still touching between 9 and 1,200 mailboxes on a wow. good day. On a good day. That's, that's skipping some, you know? Um, you know, when there's light mail. And I don't think people realize that. And then on top of that, they think that, The carrier is in charge of how their package is shipped. Um. Hey, I've been waiting on this package, and it says it's supposed to be coming today. Do you have it? Why don't you have it? You should have... The carrier doesn't know what's going on with your package. You haven't even given him time to figure it out. Hold on. Let him be a human and try to help you. Um... You know, I've I've even been uh yelled at for somebody some other carrier who did the route the day before's mistake and it's like, I'm sorry, this is the first time I've done this route. If there was a problem I can try to correct it, you know.
3: Can you guys just come over here and replace our mail system, please? <laughs> yeah. Please. Well honestly well- our mail system is run through ten percent luck, ninety percent incompetence. Well, here's, here's, the here's, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. You're listening to somebody why.
0: who, I, I, I do consider myself a good employee,
3: okay? And I care about
0: my job. When I deliver mail, I care about my customers, and I care about the mail I deliver.
4: I can't say, and I, I, can, I can say with all certainty, just like in
0: every job across the nation, not everybody does their best in any job. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, if you this look at the is, whole company. Yeah. Okay? So I'm not going to sit here and say that America's perfect. I can just explain to you how I think and how I do my job.
3: Yeah. See, the problem is how you kind of saying that, you know, that kind of, like, for, for way you explain this, it, kind of the general kind of thing, right? It's mostly a positive experience for a little bit of bad.
0: Yeah. I'm, most of here, our...
3: Yeah, most of our carriers care about what they're,
0: they're doing. Most of our carriers care about delivering the mail correctly, accurately, expediently. And if something doesn't go right for a customer, which happens, it's a huge system with lots of cogs. Shit fucks up. I mean, it happens, right? So so most of our carriers will go out of their way to help a customer. We understand. We We get mail too, you know, like we don't like our mail screwed up. But we also understand a little bit more insight that it's not always the carrier's fault. Sometimes a route has no main carrier, and so a new person is put on it all the time. Some routes are easy, so they're they're training routes for for new CCAs, new uh, carrier assistants, to learn how to carry by themselves. And so some customers don't understand, well, my mail's always messed up. Well, that's because you've got new people on your route, and and you just got to give them a little time to learn, you know how to do it.
3: Yeah, but this, this isn't about like just one area or anything like that. This is kind of like right. a widespread issue. Like the right. goods is the ten percent you really get. And it's mostly the bad, and it's known that it's bad to the point where that's even really sad over there. Then employees from Royal Mail essentially say. Yeah, no, they refuse to use Royal Mail. They'd rather use one of the private companies because wow. they give you a reliable service. Yeah, Something like DHL, like like UPS.
1: UPS, FedEx. Yeah.
3: See, see that's yeah. the thing. Uh, at least over here, um, at like le- they pay less, but they right. get a
0: more consistent experience. So click it. You're you you don't work for. So let me let me ask you. At least over here, uh, uh, AG. And I think my statement's going to be accurate, but ClickIt can, can say a non-completely unbiased opinion. Here, USPS and UPS, for at least package delivery, are considered the best, too. Mm-hmm. Then you have FedEx and DHL. Yes. Okay. So he doesn't, he doesn't even work for the post office. He, he says that's right, so I'm going to go with that. We, we, our postal service tri- strives to be the best as a whole. We do. And now keep in mind, we're up there with, with the best parcel delivery service. We don't just do parcels. We do magazines. We do junk mail. We do first-class mail. We do media mail. We do mail for the blind. We do, we do all sorts of stuff. There's all kinds of programs that we do. Like we, um, when mail sent out for blind people and people with hearing deficiencies... All of that is actually free. It costs people nothing to get those sent to them. We charge nothing for that service. And a lot of people don't realize that that kind of stuff goes on, that we provide those services free of charge at our own cost to help people who need help. It's something that's not talked about. You know, people talk about oh, the post office is dying. It's it's not really dying. The problem is that
4: People have this weird view of what's really going on, you know. Um,
0: you know, we're, we're pretty, as uh, far as I know, the post, office was pretty honest about the last few years. You know, some things didn't quite go the way expected, but they're, they're working on fixing a lot of stuff and it looks really good. Um, I can at least say that from the inside. And our quality hasn't really come down too much. What I will say is our biggest problem I see coming into the future is when we've talked about on this podcast many times, is that the quality of worker. We Yeah, that's, yeah. We, it's hard to train people who don't want to work. True. And the post office is putting effort into training these people, paying trainers. Paying to send them to academy. Paying to to train them how to do the job. That costs money. It's not free. You have to pay these people. They pay them while they're on the clock to learn and do. And then if they quit two weeks later, who's really out the the time and effort? Not the person who goes on and moves on to the next job for two weeks, but the post office. Mm -hmm. So I think the real problem I foresee coming is generational. We're going to have fewer good workers at the post office taking positions of people retiring who are seasoned and came from a time where joining the military was expected. Doing your job was expected. Not whining about it was expected. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, you know, back in those times, back in the 50s and 60s, it Feelings didn't matter.
4: Nobody cared about your feelings. A panic attack in the 50s didn't happen. Wonder why that is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying they're not real. I
0: think some of that is societal. I think some of that's societal. Yeah, And, and... it's very real. Go ahead, click.
1: I was just going to say, like, anytime I've uh, ever had to raise a dispute with the post office regarding something being delivered on time, I still eventually got my package. It wasn't on time because it was, you know, once you're late, you're never going to be unlaid. Um, right. So it was like maybe two or three months, but everything, the, the item itself wasn't damaged. You know, you know what I got when, it. when that
0: kind of thing happens it could be something as simple remember a lot of it is automated now right for our listeners a lot of it is automated it's not hand done at the plants anymore things are scanned and they go through a computer well sometimes things fall off a belt
1: yeah and you know i in the post office defense uh, i would I, also say it came into the way that it was packaged You know, Uh, I had ordered a piece of custom, like, wire-wrapped jewelry that was supposed to be for an anniversary, but they just put it in an envelope and then just shipped it without, like, any type of anything.
0: It's not really the post office fault. It's the sender's fault at that point trying to put it through first-class mail.
1: Exactly. So, you know, I, I at least brought it up through the proper channels. I had documented this was what it was, what the tracking number was. They looked into it, and then it arrived on my doorstep. Um, you know, two or three months later. But either way, you know, since it was already late, there's nothing else that could be due about it. Uh, there's no reason to get upset or try to escalate it any further because I had gotten my said package and was able to give the gift uh, to its recipient.
0: Well, and and I do want to point out any any like my my thought about it maybe fell off a a thing. I've never actually been to the plant while it's running. So I'm just theorizing. I figure any kind of automation, there's always a chance for something in the automation to malfunction or to have a hiccup or something. I'm sure it happens in every automation. So that's why I
1: theorize that. It's not like I know. I'm not. This was like uh, a pre-COVID, you know, this was way back. And um, they lived in an obscure part of New York where they couldn't really deal with, like, UPS or anything else. Like, I had let them know that I wanted it to be sent with a private carrier. But, you know, they went for what was best for them and the price and what we had agreed upon. So things happen. You just deal with it and you keep moving. I mean, matter of fact, I'm... From my experience... Oh, go ahead.
3: Yeah. I was just going to say, from my experience, because I've had to deal with USPS a few times... Because, obviously, when you're getting something shipped from America over to here, or the other way around, 19 out you're going to have to deal with USPS. It's the cheapest option, really. Right. Um, I've dealt with them a couple of times, you know, sending stuff over to them, once it's kind of left the UK and it's in their hands, I don't have an issue. When it's coming into the UK, I've had issues. And then, you know, I would call up USPS and ask them what's going on. They'd investigate, and... Eventually, they'd come back with an answer to me saying, you know, you know, it's it's on its way, it's definitely on its way. And it turns out it wasn't their fault. It was the carrier, which, nine times out of ten, it's Royal Mail we pick with. So, it was actually an issue with the actual carrier here in the UK. But, they decided to deal with it themselves. Wow. You know what I mean? Which, absolutely unheard of. I sent, if I was sending a package, to, say, California, right? And I went through Royal Mail and then went into USPS's hands and, say, they fucked something up and it's taken longer. If I called up Royal Mail, they'd tell me to go suck a dick.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's the well, Earthworld I mean,
3: package anymore. Fuck off. I trust, I trust
0: my job enough that I'm sending Click it's card through
3: USPS. Oh, yeah, see, I would trust them as well with stuff like huh? that. Yeah? I wouldn't trust a Royal Mail with fucking oxygen. Wow. <laughs> I mean... Wow. There's a reason why in the UK uh, there's a kind of popular meme, which is, you know, make sure to leave your windows open when you're getting a delivery, just in case you try to yeet it through the door. I mean, yeet it through the window. Because they will. They, 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 they're so lazy. They'll honestly just try and launch it through your window. If you've got a high fence, they won't bother to, like, open it or anything like that. They'll just throw it. They'll just throw it over the fence. There's many videos of that happening. It's... It's honestly ridiculous. And it's not like a one isolated incident or, you know, a couple of isolated incidents. It's constant. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, so that's what so I was saying. Please just come over here and, you know, turn the royal meal into USPS. <laughs> well, and it, it it comes from proper training. Um, I mean it really does. Uh I think, well I mean I've met some of like, the mailmen that work um, kind of the route here, they seem quite competent.
0: Well, okay, Honestly, com- I think com- it might, confident
3: it, and, uh, and, and laziness, also good tools, you have hap- to have the tools. Yeah, but if it's happening across the entire country, you have to start wondering, is it really the, the people? Yeah. yeah, is it really the carriers? Or is it just a wider systematic issue with how they run things? Well, people... Okay, here's something people don't realize. At least in the US.
0: We deliver on Sundays. People all the time seem really surprised by that. That's because we deliver your Amazon packages on Sundays. We deliver a lot of Amazon packages and UPS and FedEx. People don't realize the delivery companies... And they deliver some of ours it's we 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 trade stuff back and forth and so dependent not all stuff um you know it's it's here and there but we do a lot of amazon we do a lot of amazon and and people don't realize that that two-day delivery is is being facilitated as by by their drivers but as, as well by us um And, uh, so it always surprises people to hear that we actually, we do work seven days a week.
4: We work on Sundays. Um, because of Amazon, um, which is fine,
0: which is fine. Which is fine. I'm cool with work. I like work. I come from a time when work is good. I'm going to work until they tell me I need robot knees. And if the post office won't pay for robot legs, then maybe I'll retire maybe i might wheelchair that shit
3: here amazon doesn't trust like amazon and like ups and dhl They'll trade packages you know i've had like dhl packages they do okay coming in an amazon logistics van and stuff like that i've had you know DHL. but they don't they don't
0: trust the royal do they
3: no no one trusts the royal no ah. <laughs> no one trusts the royal like yeah, they get left alone. Everyone else trades between each other, you know? Yeah. And there's also the fact of Amazon offers in the entire UK one-day delivery. And even now... One day. Well, you're much smaller than we are. Some of the places now, like, for example, just outside of Glasgow and Glasgow itself and Edinburgh, there's now... Um, same day. It, same day, like, one-hour delivery. Yeah. You order, an hour later, you've got it at your door. Well,
0: that's because Which they insane. probably opened a distribution plant right there and a fairly large one and they probably keep stock probably not all products are able to be done one yeah. day, but a lot of products are and and i I find that even here too we have a distribution plant so there's uh that's fairly new and so there are things that are next day delivery um which is pretty cool um you know as a, as a as a postal worker you know we talk about you know is is that going to be a postal killer Are they going to? No, because there's still stuff they can't touch. They can't bring you your legal documents. They can't bring you your government check. They can't bring you your IRS return. They can't. We can do that.
1: And as you yeah, were saying regarding well, what you said, about, oh, go ahead, Yeah,
3: sorry. Um, just quickly, adding as you were saying as well, we're a lot smaller, hence why you know we can have all those distribution centers everywhere yeah. and offer that quick delivery. Whereas the US, I mean, come on, come the fuck on, how many of us can you fend now? <laughs> you, you would need
0: you would need two or three. Um, you would need two or three distribution plants in every state. Yeah, Except that's,
3: Rhode yeah. Yeah,
1: And I was going to say, like, um, regarding what they can touch, you know, I'm sure the post office is probably the only one, like, really dealing with um, those with disabilities, which uh, Mad Hatter touched on, like, for the assistance for Mail for the Blind and stuff like that. That, That's probably not something that you're going to see Amazon just automatically pick up unless they have to deal with it.
3: I believe other stuff for like that. I think Royal Mail does deal with it, but they're not exclusive to it. I think other ones, um, I know it's not partial force because that's just Royal Mail with a different sticker on it. Um, yeah, the, the, the Royal name, the Royal Mail name is so hated that they actually created a second kind of branch called partial force to kind of try and separate themselves. So that should just tell you how hated they are <laughs> to the point where We've- they created an entire separate entity and then consumed it just so people wouldn't have, just so people wouldn't be put up by the Royal Mail name. It's... Yeah, but um... like I was waiting
1: for a kidney transplant from Royal Mail and then I guess <laughs> <It's...
3: laughs> If you were waiting for a kidney transplant, it's probably gonna end up for your neighbour's window, not yours. Yeah. Five days late. <laughs> like a
0: rock. Like a rock throne.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you no, know, I think there's other carriers should actually do that stuff, like the blind and the deaf and stuff like that. I think they do it much better than they do. So Really, the only thing they deal with is your own mail that you just get through the box, Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just small letters. And even that, they can't always get properly. Hey,
0: uh, click it. Yeah, what's up, bud? If you could delete one thing entirely from the earth, what would it be? Mosquitoes. God damn it, really? What about you? What about you, A.G.? Humans.
4: Oh my god, okay.
0: (laughs) So, I just want to point out, I just want to point out, so this was, this is something asked on a, on a Facebook post, right? And the person who posted it said mosquitoes. You know my response was?
1: What? Humans. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't see any, any benefit of mosquitoes. I mean, you know, I I can give you one. I can give you one. Give me they are
0: the second greatest killer of humans of all time uh, next to um, next to God
2: Hmm.
0: next to the idea of of an all powerful being more humans have died due to mosquitoes than all the religious wars ever also mosquitoes have killed more creatures on earth than any other singular creature ever to have existed. Damn, they are what? a necessary evil. They are a
1: they are in themselves a way to call herds. So I think the final like battle will be between cockroaches and mosquitoes when Mosquito, everything
0: else is m- done. Mosquitoes will win. Yes.
1: I mean, I don't know if cockroaches technically have blood that they can suck up, but that'll be interesting. Go find a
0: way. (laughs) I can also say the only way roaches would live is nuclear war, but unfortunately, they don't have hands to make nuclear bombs, so the mosquitoes are probably going to (laughs) win.
1: Well, I mean, the roaches might grow in size. I mean, dinosaurs used to be, and like plant life, even mushrooms used to be taller than buildings way back in an ancient time of Earth. Man, so, I, watched,
0: I watched this thing that said um, um, thousands and thousands and thousands of years in the future, like thousands, thousands, um, that, that uh, octopi, squid, uh, uh, they, they would inherit the Earth because they're intelligent as fuck. Probably smarter than we are.
1: Yeah, and it's been shown that, you know, like the waters rise from time to time. There's a lot of still frozen water on Earth. Who knows the planet might heat up to a point where we become water world. And then now everything else is just overrun.
4: I will only live there if Kevin Costner's there. <laughs> I want gills. I I could I could do Waterworld all day. I could do that. I mean, it would be fun
3: for a little bit, I guess.
4: I think I think Thunderdome would be better.
0: Uh only because I'm small enough and if I could find a really big guy, I'd be Master Blaster. <laughs> It'd work. I mean I'm not I'm not midget style, but I'm small enough. I just gotta find someone really big. No, I
2: mean, like that six seven.
0: Out. Six seven. You're fat, dude. I know. You guys can't <laughs> tell from his voice, but uh AG developer is like six hundred pounds, five five. <laughs> 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 he uses two, two DX racers with the, with the arms taken off on the, on the middle, one for each butt cheek if you ever watch his streams, uh, he only looks skinny because of camera effects
3: yeah, it's all really well done, honestly it's like future technology here he had,
0: he had uh, 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 Lucas Sound and Magic uh, uh, do his special effects it's seamless I mean, they created dead people on camera. Those people are gods.
3: Yeah. I think they did a good job. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it looks like you're actually moving around, even though we all know you can't actually move. (laughs) 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 Uh, You know what? I really want to be invited to the backyard insults just once. I know I'm not famous, (laughs) but I, I think I could throw some nasty insults. On anyone.
1: I want to go against Ryan Reynolds. No, I want to see you versus Greta Thornburg.
4: Oh, oh! I would tear that little girl apart.
0: She would cry. And when they told you us... Know, that it, well, whenever they said everything that stays in this room doesn't leave this room, I'd be like, bullshit, I'm going to make it
4: hurt.
1: She's going to be talking to the UN about how you made her get aloe for that burn. Hey, hey, she needs some amica cream.
0: Mamak <laughs> cream for that bruise.
3: It's fine, like even if she talks to the UN, the Geneva Convention is a set of guidelines anyway.
1: I I said with all due respect, it's in the Geneva Convention. Look it up. <laughs> North Korea just didn't agree to their terms of service. We need to watch Talladega Nights one movie night. I'm done. Cause I like to think of my Jesus as like a figure skater. Dear five pounds, baby Jesus doesn't even know his shapes or colors. Please bless this food. <laughs> don't sue us for copyright, uh, Will. We love you. Please don't slap us. Oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, now,
0: uh speaking of famous people, um I do I do wanna touch briefly on uh on something that uh, me and ClickIt have been like Watching every night, AG's been trying to tune in. He's he's also. I do want to. I, I know, I know. I said I was done uh, mutually dick sucking, but I'm gonna suck a little AG right here. And again, put a big, big thank you for all his editing and the time he puts in to making us sound uh, semi-human. Um, it's really hard. He's got to do a lot of things to my voice. Cause uh, go ahead and drop the thing. I don't sound like this. So. Um, uh, it's it's really nice that he goes through the time to make me sound like a respectable human instead of a lizard.
1: And listen to us for over four hours straight, back to back?
0: Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's probably horrendous. I mean, I don't even like the sound of my own voice, um, so I can't believe he listens to the sound of my voice for four hours.
3: Yeah, that's... My psychiatrist is not happy about that.
0: <laughs> well, I would think he would be, because I'm sure he's he's prescribed triple the med- medication, which probably puts money in his pocket.
1: It's like, oh, you finally no, got other voices uh... in your head besides your own?
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did... My psychiatrist did exactly as my dad did. Went to get milk. <laughs> Didn't ago. come back for 22 years. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, AG, I should have been back a long time ago. Um, so... <laughs> cigarettes I in mean, America are better.
3: Yeah, I mean, that. those must be some damn good cigarettes. God damn.
0: <laughs> they have marble Reds here for less than, than 22 pounds.
3: Send me up. <laughs> right, I'm there.
0: I'm there. We'll just send it through Royal Mail. You'll get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll get it eventually. <laughs> yeah. You'll get it
1: eventually, son. Would have yeah. been better if it was smuggled in an inmate's prison pocket.
0: Right. Well, here's 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 why Royal Mail probably doesn't work. Because when Rocky and Bullwinkle uh, retired from cartoons, they took over the Royal Mail, thinking it was the Royal Mounties. There's a long way to go for that. <laughs> That's a really long it, way to go. It, it, and it really
1: wasn't worth it in the end. I should stop that. All by for... AG, Google's Rocky and Bullwinkle.
0: Yeah, he's. <laughs> He has no idea how dastardly ties into the tracks. Anyway. Oh, see, I like people who post this on their Facebook. Let's start a thread of toxic advice. No specific to- topic, just bad advice. Don't give me free reign. <laughs> it is really fucking
4: dangerous. Toxic advice? If you see someone who who looks like
0: uh really 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 pretty but um probably manipulative and might i don't know say you beat them you should definitely marry them with no prenup jd <laughs> and
1: then i'll get my alpacas that say justice for jd
0: <laughs> i know i love i love i love johnny depp i gotta put that out there I, I, and not because i'm a fanboy it's just every movie he puts out is great i love ian mckellen too he's fucking phenomenal. I love a lot of good. If Ian, if somebody accused Sir Ian McKellen of, of, of indecency, I'd be right in that man's corner. Fuck you. <laughs> right? Um,
1: How dare you?
0: I, I'm trying to think of some other really toxic advice. Hey, you know, when I'm feeling sad, I like to have a couple of shots. <laughs> you should try that. It's helped me a lot. Heroin is also good.
1: <laughs> Quote unquote toxic advice. Um uh, yeah. Maybe this way that I'm thinking about my life after nine PM is good.
0: <laughs> right. Hey, here's some toxic <laughs> advice. You should um you should lick microphones while using the uh the VTuber tag. <laughs> it'll get you. it'll get you viewers. Yeah, just pre record like forty hours of it and put it on loop. You you know what's good for Twitch? Uh if you get in a bathing suit and jump into a hot tub and do whatever you were doing out of a hot tub.
4: <laughs> like
0: Oh my god. We could ho- we could literally do a whole stream about shit you shouldn't do on Twitch but people do anyway. True. You know, I'm 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 pretty open with my kid. Uh my kid's young, but I've been pretty open uh to the point where like And this is in all honesty. Uh, My daughter asked me at like four or five years old uh, if Santa existed. And I said, no, point blank. I said, me and your mom buy all your packages. Because why does everybody think Santa's alive? Uh, I said, because they like to lie to their children for happiness. She's like, I don't understand. I said, yeah, I'm not that person. (laughs) She's four. They'll appreciate what you get more, you know, instead of unrealistic. This was almost literally the word-for-word conversation I had with my four-year-old. Now, she's, she's smart enough, you know, um, like that's why I tell people, uh, "My daughter's like going to be 17. I could die today and I know I've done my job." She knows men are scum for the most part, and she knows um, she knows that she needs to compare every man she ever wants to date to me. I've done my job. Also, I taught her how to get a job and to be self-sufficient. I haven't bought her clothes or food for her uh, in, in, since she started
1: working. Yeah, so. you've done your part. I mean, anyone would give you a pat on the back and buy you around. Yeah.
0: And and she's not even 17 yet. You know, like, that's I, that's why I don't understand parents. I don't understand parents. I don't get it. They explain how their kids take up all their time, and, and, you know, they only have one or two kids. Their kids take up all their time. They have no free time to be whoever. What do you want to go do? You want to go out to the bar and drink? Is that what you... I mean, if that's how you cool down, great. I mean, I'm not trying to knock people to go do that, but you really, like, hating on your kid because that's what you want to go do? You can sit at home and drink. Have your friend over. Wait till the kid goes to bed. What's the problem? Yeah, save you money. Yeah, what's the problem? Buy a six-pack.
4: It's cheaper. You know? Like, I... I don't know. I think, I think we should just start teaching our kids about reality.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I was going to say, I sat down and have many conversations that, you know, Prince Charming doesn't exist. Soulmates aren't real. You need to just uh, understand what you will and will not settle for.
1: And I was just going to say to add to that point, um, I feel like a lot of people are happier with lying to their kids or setting up false expectations because even adults hate any form of confrontation whatsoever about anything. Yeah. why were you late today to work? Um, they could say, I woke up late and I just wanted to keep sleeping in bed and I didn't feel like coming into work. Or... They could just make up some grandiose lie and, you know, ruin their own credibility. But more people would choose the easier route than the one that with uh s- culpability. Yeah. Culpability is the second word from this week's podcast. Mmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, were there any other topics you lads felt like discussing this week?
0: Uh, other than uh, the JD stuff. No. If you guys aren't really following the, the Johnny Depp stuff, that's okay. That's okay. I do I do want to give a shout-out for uh, Popcorn Planet. Uh, we've been watching a lot of their recaps, and he does such a great job of focusing on the stuff that matters and uh, not focusing on the shit that doesn't.
1: Yeah, and I feel like he's even got like his own legal team that's sort of kind of working with him on it. Like They're not lawyers that he's hired per se, but they're able to give that legal aspect and vision to where he's able to have actual transcripts and clips directly from the trial itself. Um, so he's not just talking out of his ass, but he's speaking from an informed position. Yeah. And it's,
0: it's really good to see, um, some of what's coming out. Um, for those that don't, uh, understand what's going on, basically long story short, uh, about four years ago now, um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, uh, what was it 2016 was when all the stuff supposedly happened but in 2018 or so is when they split and heard uh, basically implied that Johnny had had been aggressive and domestic with her and then even implied there was sv um, for those that don't know, that's sexual violence. That's that's really bad to to say that. Okay, um, and she said it in an article that was published by a uh, an English paper, um, tabloid, by the way. And uh, so Johnny first went to go sue them. Okay. Now in this, uh, during this whole time. Uh, Amber is giving interviews and she basically states on multiple occasions that Johnny did beat her. She showed pictures on her Instagram of a beat-up face. And just one, by the way, that's the only picture ever I've seen so far. No other pictures. Just one that she posted alone in a room where nobody can verify what the fuck's going on.
1: Okay, And they keep mentioning how great her... Makeup artists are to possibly either hide um, forms of abuse uh, either well enough so that a doctor um, going through his medical stuff, because, you know, they both see medical professionals regularly regarding prescriptions for either, you know, quality of life or any of the other stresses that they deal with from being in the public light. So you would think that something would be documented somewhere because it would have to be.
0: Well, there is abuse documented to Johnny Depp. He had his fingertip cut off. Uh, there are pictures documented by his uh, his bodyguard and
4: ex sheriff uh, of his face where Amber beat him
1: purple. And regarding like police uh, testimony and like statements even uh, Elon Musk has had documented uh, reports and cases where they've seen signs of her being the aggressor it's really crazy not to mention all the lies
0: that have been going on the legal team her legal team has basically been cheating um also personally i would not be surprised if at the end of all this her legal team gets disbarred for some of the shit they've done some of the so stuff the, they've
1: done is illegal. So those are just some general like seeds of what we were going to expound more upon next week. Because yes. you want to see some more of this evidence, some more of this testimony back and forth, before we give more of an informed opinion while it's ever-evolving. So if you guys listen to this podcast this Friday and you check it out, feel free once again to hop into this Discord, uh, talk to us about it. bring Feel free to weigh in. Of course, it's all going to be objective until all the dust is settled and all the evidence has come out. But once again, that Discord is bit.ly forward slash the Mad Lads Discord.
3: I also want to give a quick apology to anyone who listened last week and thought we're going to be talking about this stuff this week. Because we did say last week we're going to be talking, spending this week talking about all this stuff. And then we're defending it to next week again. So... Well, just
0: more and more stuff keeps coming out. And we want to get not only our facts straight, but on top of that, with how much is going on, we just, uh,
1: it's, there's just so much. It's a whole show, I'm sure. Yeah, and even some trial dates, they've had testimony where it's just three hours of whoever's in defense uh, was just talking about, like, I do not recall, for well over three or four hours, even though they were clearly in text and talked about it, and they would have to pretty much paint them into a corner to make them go on record as to acknowledging something that they actually did have recollection on. So it's not something that we want to just rush to and uh, bring it out without, you know, making sure that our opinions are, you know, on the level, and making sure that um, you guys as well are hearing the facts as they've come out, and not just hearsay.
3: Yeah. Basically, we're doing a bunch of research to make sure that what we're saying isn't just false. Yeah.
1: Cool, cool. Well, uh, I think that overall, today has been a successful podcast. Uh, I know we didn't touch on it last week, but once again, if you guys would be so kind as to shout out your socials and your links. So that way, our, um, our listeners can go ahead and check you out either on Twitch or on Twitter or anything else for that matter.
3: Alright, well, I guess I'll start. Um, so you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash ag developer. I just stream whenever and sometimes play games, sometimes get drunk. It just depends on my mood. Um, streams are 18 plus. Um, so keep in mind that there's a lot of fucking cussing. <laughs> and you can also check me on Twitter where it's twitter.com forward slash ag underscore developer. Uh, and then on any other platform, it's either age developer or age underscore developer.
1: And Mad Hatter. You can find me at twitch,
4: backslash Mad Hatter, and. Um,
0: and I stream whenever I want to. Uh, I'll actually be streaming tomorrow night, so those of you listening, uh, you will have missed it. Sorry. Uh, but I have a brand new game to stream that I got from developers, so I'm really excited to show that off. It'd be great. Um. And um yeah, uh you can catch my Twitter, Hatter Durant, uh Facebook, Hatter Durant. Uh, you can catch me everywhere. It's great. You might even catch me delivering your mail if possible.
1: And for myself, uh you can catch me at uh twitch.tv slash x click it. X, with no hyphen between the click and the it, and the X's were kind of like a flare to like the 90s where everyone had X's in their name to be uh, unique and stand out. Uh, If you happen to catch me on Twitter as well, that would be at sign and then Theo Rules, T-H-E-O-R-U-L-E-Z. I had created that like well over a decade ago uh, before I even heard or thought about anything Twitch related. Um, So, yeah, um, we hope to find some new faces in the Discord. Uh, We're always welcome to conversations. Typically, movie nights have been on Wednesdays, but we can pretty much run them whenever. And then we also, um, while we're watching the videos regarding the recap of the Johnny Depp as well as her trial, um, we're also watching that as well as anything else we find relevant or interesting.
0: Yeah, come join us. We We want you to join us, guys.
1: Cool. I hope you have a wonderful time. Thank you to all your listeners, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much. We couldn't do this without you. And uh, yeah, I yeah, hope you have a good one. Happy yeah. 420 for those that are celebrating, and we'll catch you guys soon. Bye, guys!
0: As we come into approach, I want to thank you for flying with Madlands. Uh, we have enjoyed your company, and we wish you well on your journey through life. We hope to see you again at the Mad
4: Lads podcast.